Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham, and welcome to my show. And today we take a caller who unfortunately was in a car accident but received a settlement of $400,000 and wants to know how to make the best use of that money after he already made maybe not so good of a decision. So anyway, let's bring him on the show and see what it's all about. So Alex, welcome to the Graham Stephan Show. What's going on? Hi. What's up, Graham? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. Good, man. What's up? So um, I actually... I uh, wanted to ask you some questions about my financial situation and wondering if you could help me out. Yeah, sure. Okay, so basically, um, a few years ago, I was in a car accident. And I was sitting in the back seat, uh, and it was the driver's fault. Long story short, um, went to court, and I got a big amount of money, uh, around a little under... 400,000. And, um, uh, so right away my lawyer was advising me to, um, put a hundred thousand into an annuity so I wouldn't spend it all right away. And I didn't understand really what annuities were or anything like that. Yeah. My dad thought it was a good idea because he also thought, okay, you know, limit, limit the spending. Uh, cause he also thought I would spend it right away. So a hundred thousand instantly went into that. And I only make 40000 over 20 years, so it was a really bad mistake, but I only found that out later. Wow. And so let, let's, yeah. let's quick pause there for the annuity. 40000 over – wait, say that again. 40000 over how long? Over 20 years. Okay, so that's $2,000 a year with 100 grand. Yeah. That is just – and then what, what happens after the, uh, after the 20 years? you get your money back? Um, no, I do not. So how it was broken down is they, they were telling me, oh, you can um, set this up any way you want um, so you can get funding over a certain amount of time. You can get um, big lump sums of money at certain years. So I set it up was $400 every month for the first 15 years. And then at age 30, um, $10,000. At age 35, $20,000. At age forty, thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars, and okay. I thought that was great. Like that, that would help out. But then when I went to uh, my financial advisor at um, Chase Bank, yeah, he um, told me like he he asked me to explain it, like I just did, and then he he added, did all the numbers, and he was, and then he was like, I hope you can get out of that somehow because you could be making so much more by investing, and. Yeah. yeah, you can. I want to do the numbers with you because I'm trying to figure out how, how this works, okay? So, um, so what I mean, what is the total amount that you're going to be getting back? Do you know that offhand? What's the total amount after 20 years that you will have in your pocket from the 100 grand? Um, so I put 100 grand in, and then out of that, I think I get $137,500. So, so a little under 40. Forty grand, actually. Okay, so we'll even round it up to forty. So you make forty thousand profit in twenty yes. years. Twenty years. Oh man, that is horrible. Who would? Yeah. Who? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I mean, here's the thing. My thinking on that is that you could have been more stupid with your money. You know, there are people out there who take the hundred grand and blow it, and it's gone <laughs> at the very least. From everything you've done, it's bad, but it's not like it's it's not devastating. At least you did something other than spend it. You know, 
Yes, you can make way more money investing. And that's a very, very, very awful return. But it could be it could be worse. If yeah. you if you spent it. Okay. So besides besides that, what where so did the we, rest of the money go? So with that a hundred grand out the way, I was left with um two hundred and ninety six thousand about and then from that my parents um uh our family is a little um financially unstable because my dad's business went under around the same time we got in the car accident. Mm. So um I decided, you know, they kept me alive for 20 years. I'm, I I got to pay them back somehow. So I gave them 25 grand to pay off um, all their debt and stuff. And then I also had to um, pay off um, from traveling, actually, use some credit cards and stuff. So I had to pay that off. And that was about 4600 So then after all that, I am left with $266,000. Okay. What are you doing right now with that money? Right now, I talked to um, a friend who is a financial advisor and um, the financial advisor at Chase Bank, and I'm trying to figure out what to do with it, but I haven't made a move with it yet. Right now, it's sitting in my savings. I got it earlier this month, so I haven't even had it for a month yet in there. But What's, what's yeah, the savings account? What's the what? What, what savings account? Um, it's in Chase. Um, Come on! I don't forgot. keep your money in shape. Listen, yeah, that's <laughs> bull. Like, I, I hate to call it your friend here. I have no idea if your friend watches the channel or not. But come on, you can't keep your, you can't keep two hundred twenty six thousand dollars in a Chase. I like Chase. Okay, let me make this very like I use Chase for my business accounts um, and, uh-huh. and some of my personal accounts. It sucks. If you're just using it as a straight up checking account, fine. I don't care. But for interest, it sucks. Like, I, I get nothing. I get nothing in interest. I know your buddy works for Chase, but your buddy is going to be biased towards Chase products, which, in my opinion, aren't that good. You should immediately move your money from Chase, move it to Ally Bank, move it to Wealthfront. I would probably suggest 220 Just move it to Ally Bank. Get 1.9% interest. They're a great bank. Everything is free. You don't have to worry about it. You get your checking and savings. Don't put your money in, in, in Chase. Hey, I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you called when you're only a month into it. You know, <laughs> me too. Because you could be making about four thousand dollars a year just in interest alone on your money, and you're giving wow. that up to because your buddy works at Chase. You know, yeah. don't do that. Don't listen to your buddy at Chase, man. Listen, listen instead to the internet. <laughs> don't listen to your buddy <laughs> at Chase. No, for real though, man. Here's what I'm. This is as easy as it is. You have two twenty six. Okay, uh, the first thing uh-huh. you need to do. Take three to four months of that, and that's your emergency fund. Three to four months of your expenses. So if you spend $2,000 a month, six to $8,000, put that, leave that in that Ally Bank high-interest savings account, that's your emergency fund right there. That's money you're never going to touch unless some, you know things hit the fan and you need money. That's your go-to right there. Um, okay. The rest of the money, in my opinion, I would either – Put it in just a broad index fund. You can pick a target date retirement fund through Vanguard or through Fidelity, just a total stock market index fund. If if you're Mm -hmm. worried about a recession, you could put maybe $15,000 of your money in there every single month and just spread it out in dollar cost average into the market. Um, If if you want to get it over with, put it all in like like one index fund. That's going to be the safest use of your money, maybe 70% stocks, 30% bonds. 
I mean, it's as easy as that. Total, all you need, and just remember this, total stock market index fund, total bond market index fund. That's it. And you could do maybe 80% stocks, 20% bonds, 90% stocks, 10% bonds. It, it depends on your time frame for using this money. If, if this is money okay. you just want to set aside for 20, 30 years, I'd probably go 80 to 90% stocks, 10 to 20% bonds. That's it. The other option, if you want to get into real estate, is to look into using some of that money, put like 35, 40% down on a property, and just go and buy something. Well, you're going to have a lot of equity in the property. It's going to be a pretty stable investment. You're going to be able to make some cash flow from that. Um, that's what I would do. And you could even look into, if you want to, house hacking. Using that money, putting it as a down payment, putting you know 25% down on a two to four unit uh, building, live in one of the units, rent out the others. At the very least, hopefully mm-hmm. you should be living for free with that. And that's it. And that's all you got to do. And just pretend like the rest of the money doesn't exist. Don't spend it. Mm-hmm. Um, would you advise me to go into real estate over stocks? Um, it really depends on what you want to do. Stocks are by far going to be the easiest option. If you want just not to worry about a single thing, put your money in the stock market and just not even look at it. I think the stock market within index funds is just is very simple. It's easy. I would say that's probably good for like 90% of the people out there who want something they don't need to think about. You keep your investment like that and then you could safely spend – Two and a half to three and a half percent of that every single year. So let's just say you invest two hundred thousand dollars, you should be able to safely get from that about five hundred dollars a month indefinitely for the rest of your life without ever having to worry about that ever again. Five hundred bucks a month, right there. Um, real estate is something where if you have the time to find the right deal and to manage a property and to go through the the, the hassles of buying and selling real estate, it's worth. I mean that that'll make you a lot more money if you do it correctly. But it's going to take up a lot more time. So just it just depends on, at this point, how much time do you have? What is your time worth? And if you're interested in real estate to, to begin with. If you're not interested in real estate, you don't want to have to worry about a single – you just want to place your money and forget about it, I would recommend index funds. If you want to be more actively mm-hmm. involved, I think real estate is the way to go. Sorry to hear about the accident, but at the very least, you, you know, you could – this is quite a sizable nest egg that you could use for the rest of your life. I mean this could turn into something big in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much. You got it. Don't spend it, and uh, best of luck to you. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. As always, if you have not hit the like button yet, make sure to always hit the like button for the YouTube algorithm. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to smash that notification bell so YouTube notifies you anytime I post a video. Also, make sure to add me on Instagram. Posts are pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching, and until next time.